Welcome back, everybody. This is Audrey. This is Ambrin. And we are Trials of the TBR. Trials of the TBR. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome Ooh. back. I hope everyone's reading has gone well. Yes. Yes, yes. This was a good one. I'm glad. I'm just going to jump into it. Like, no, let's just go. <laughs> let's go for it because I love this author. And I can, I, I do have to say, I think I like teared up maybe two or three times in this book. Uh, so just to remind everyone, we are talking about The Dead Romantics by Ashley Poston. Poston? I, Poston is how I would say. Okay. It. <laughs> uh, yes. No, I definitely like if my husband wasn't right next to me and I <laughs> haven't met like my tear quota for the week, I would have cried again. Like this book... It was so flipping cute without it being like super sweet, you know, like it was witty. I I loved the puns that she would have in throughout the conversations. And it was just very heartfelt. And I love how their romance, because he's an editor, she's an author. Yeah. They, the whole time they talk about cliche books and then when they finally because it's a romance book like no spoilers here really yeah when they finally <laughs> get together they're like is it too cliche if we say this and they're like I mean yeah but like who cares like <laughs> it it was just cute I I love how their I love how their story played out because I was I was thinking it was going to go two ways like he was going to remain a ghost or I had like my hopeful side was like no he's in a coma he's totally gonna come out of it um and we both know which side won yes so, but oh gosh no I have I was like rereading and there was like certain parts where I was just like oh tears excuse me while I wipe tears <laughs> when I first read this I kind of guessed what was gonna happen based off of some of the things he was saying uh-huh. But rereading it, I was able to make a little bit more connections. Like the very first chapter, it talks about how she, what does it say? It's like, in the back left corner of the Days Gone funeral was a metal box with a bunch of old journals inside, blah, blah, blah. Um, I hid them there because, well, I just did. And no one would find it. And she's like, and I almost succeeded too. And I hadn't caught that until I reread it like because her keeping everything hidden you kind of forget about that first page with everything else going on in the book so when yeah. I first started rereading I was like oh my god now I get this whole first page because now I know <laughs> what happens yes right because it was a reread for you it was a yes. first read for me and I'm really um, not a big rereader but I'm glad I did reread this one. Like, this is a cute book to just kind of always have on your shelf, I think. Helps you deal with all sorts of emotions. It's got all the things. It's got yeah. love, death, marriage, dating, breakups. <laughs> uh, her stupid ex-boyfriend. He's the worst. I, I, I wanted to punch in the face for her. And I love how um, Ben absolutely wanted to do the same. He was just like, like that whole scene where she was like, 
telling him and he's like, I just, if I ever see him in front of me, I'm going to. And she's like, whoa, there you're dead. Yeah. And he's just like, okay, well, you know, other circumstances aside or whatever. But no, I hated him. Oh yeah. Lee, Lee was the worst. So I'm glad she's not with him and I'm glad I was trying to with his name because his last name is Marlo and so I was trying to like what I thought was funny was that I know uh, I believe the author is a very big well she's she's into like fandoms and nerdy stuff right so Mm -hmm. I thought it was funny reading Ben's name because it's Ben Andor and I was like oh hey I feel like those are some Star Wars references right there is that what that is yes oh because <laughs> it's uh Andor's Andor's one of the planets I believe in the Star Wars universe right um and I'm ben... not the person to ask about Star Wars <laughs> um I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm not a huge um I know basic things maybe not all things but then Ben is also Ben Solo, like Han Solo's son. Oh, so I like I thought that was kind of like as soon as I read his name, I was just like, oh, that's a Star Wars reference. So then I was trying to figure out if Lee Marlowe was also like a literary reference. Who, because I know, wasn't there something along with the lines of? historically Marlowe stole some of Shakespeare's writing or something like that or what I think that's like a film. I don't know if it's like a true thing or if it's like a theory it's like a theory and so I was like hey that kind of works as a literary theory too like in her what Marlowe did in this book historically speaking there's a theory out there that Marlowe did with actual Shakespeare but I could not figure out where her name comes from like Florence Day maybe it was there is no reference but I thought picking up on two other references i was like maybe there is a reference with the main character's name and literature i don't know i didn't catch any of that you are definitely a much <laughs> deeper reader than me i just thought this book was really cute <laughs> well i mean i don't know if i'm a deeper reader i just like oh hey maybe it's also be absolutely wrong and watch somebody like comment later like hey no you're totally wrong on this now this i i mean if you're just looking for a cute, uplifting, easy summer read. Now, it is a little bit of a weird concept because he is a ghost. So, like, if you're not into that, maybe don't. But they, but they don't do anything. You no, know, but it's still. Like, not when they're, well, not when he's a ghost. But it's like, it's just like, yeah. Like, like you're just not into ghosts. As like, this ghost. isn't the book. Not that they do anything, because that would be really weird. Like, this isn't Izzy Stevens in Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but you'd be surprised at the number of books out there that deal with this stuff. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised, actually, since there's that's true the iceland barbarians or the blue ice planet ice planet ever. You know, I haven't read those. I refuse to. I, yeah, I, I refuse to. I refuse to. <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm not reading about blue aliens and things. You know what's funny is that um, Katie Robert, our uh huh, 
one our previous author that we had she has some books that deal with um uh <laughs> mythological creatures all right anyway <laughs> um what would you rate this book I I gave it a four and I think I gave it a four last time because it's just a cute comfort novel um the concept of him being a ghost is a little weird and I will say it was weirder the first time I read it Uh uh-huh the second time um but it was cute what about you I I gave it a four okay um i because i like i like how it was written i like the banter between the two of them i like the banter between her and everybody oh my god she's just such a great main character yes and her sister alice did kind of annoy me alice annoyed me until they had their talk and then i kind of understood where alice was coming from but she did she was like i just wanted to like smack her just for a little bit. Um, but then that was like the older me getting mad at the younger sister, you know, <laughs> the older sister in me. Um, but no, the conversations that she had, the main character had with everybody was just, it wasn't bland. Like how you most, a lot of books would focus on witty banter between the two main couple or whatever, and then just kind of leave regular conversations with mm-hmm. everybody else, I enjoyed all conversations in this book. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I gave it a four. Like the the book itself was cute. The story was great. The characters were lovable. I liked all the characters. Um, so over, like overall, everything about it, four. It does give me like a weird anxiety though because. Florence is a ghostwriter, so I'm always like, well, how many books am I reading by an author that I love that wasn't actually written by this author? I think you can tell when there's like an author shift change. And nowadays, it's so easy to find out if it is the author or not. Um, I know when I was little, I didn't realize, okay, so like my very first book series that I read when it came to ghostwriters was the Nancy Drew series mm. um, I read the original series by the original author and then they were like oh look it's Nancy Drew when she's in college and then all this stuff so I was like wow she writes a lot and then I'm like wait no it, that can't be because she'd probably be like a hundred years old by now and that's when I realized oh someone else is writing these books under her name as her so that's I've never I... understood that. Why? Because doesn't that one like Disney retelling series, like books are written by different authors before the same series? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the Twisted Tale series. Yeah. So why would you, like for Nancy Drew, for example, why would you want to be under her pen name instead of using your own to continue the series? Um, I don't, I would assume it had something to do with like licensing. Okay. Like estate licensing or whatnot. Um, but I don't know. I honestly, 
I'm still kind of unfamiliar with a lot of stuff when it comes to ghostwriting. Yeah. But but that's what I would assume is okay. like maybe the licensing thing, you know? I am far from a ghostwriter, so I'll never know. Okay, so I'm looking up about ghostwriters in fiction. Uh-huh. Um <clears throat> And it says they're employed by publishers for several reasons. In some cases, they use ghostwriters to increase the number of books that can be published each year by a well-known, highly marketable author. Um, and those genres include detective fiction, mysteries, and teen fiction. Hmm. Use um, sometimes they'll use ghostwriters to write new books for established series where the author is a pseudonym. For example, like I said, uh, Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys mysteries. Um, the author name are actually pseudonyms for a series of ghostwriters. Oh, interesting. The estate of the gothic novelist V.C. Andrews hired a ghostwriter to continue writing novels after her death under her name and in a similar style. Cool. So, yeah, it's just like a whole lot of different reasons. You know what would have been a good follow-up to this? Verity, because that's also about a ghostwriter. Yeah. That book is twisted, though. I am not a fan of the author. I understand that. <laughs> we actually talked about said author uh, at our book club meeting, and it was like a unanimous, we're not really fond of. No, I get that. Um, but speaking of next book, do you want to talk about our next one? Yes, it is your pick. This is. So this will be our last book for season three. Uh-huh. And this one is also a book about books, but it is not a book about writers. It's from my favorite series. It's one of the books I haven't read in it. And it is Isn't It Bromantic by Lisa K. Adams. And the back reads, Elena Konikova has lived her entire adult life in the shadows as the daughter of a Russian journalist mysteriously disappeared she escaped danger the only way she knew how she married her childhood friend vladimir and moved to the united states where he's a professional hockey player in nashville vlad aka the russian thought he could be content with his marriage of convenience but it's become too difficult to continue in a one-sided relationship he joined the bromance book club to learn how to make his wife love him but all he's learned is that he deserves more He's ready to create his own sweeping romance, both on and off the page. The bros are unwilling to let Vlad forego true love, and this time they're not operating solo. They join join forces with Vlad's neighbors, a group of meddling widows who call themselves the loners. But just when things <laughs> finally look promising, Elena's past life intrudes, and their happily ever after is cast into doubt. Ooh. This sounds like the and he's a hockey player so this whole series all takes place the whole romance book club all takes place in nashville and they're all different like macho stereotypical 
muscly men. The first book, um, which is the Bromance Book Club, is about a baseball player. Um, The second one, which I think is Undercover Bromance, is about like a club owner. The third one, I think, is Crazy Stupid Bromance. And that's about, this is the only one that's not like your typical, but he is a computer nerd. And I say nerd lightly. I'm not calling him like a nerd, but who actually like got in trouble with the FBI when he was like 15. <laughs> um, but he was still like super muscly and toned, like every man in every romance book ever. And then is that the is that undercover bromance? Yes, maybe I mixed it up. Maybe I mixed it up. That one might be undercover bromance, and crazy stupid bromance might be the nightclub guy okay but i i need to like i need to read the whole series it's just so cute and then i will say the christmas one like the newest one the christmas one was not my favorite that one was a little too cliche like i know romance books are always cliche like we all know how it ends but that one was like just a little too much but i am excited to read this one because vlad in every book Vlad's character always has me laughing out loud and like I will be at the gym and I'll have it on the treadmill and I'm like walking on my little incline doing the little TikTok, you know like whatever uh-huh. they tell you to do and I'm like laughing because there's the one one of the books they're trying to hide and they're trying to get dirt on some people um and Vlad is lactose intolerant, but he ate a bunch of cheese and he goes, uh-oh. And they're like, no, you did not. And he like rips a fat part. <laughs> and it like gets them known because it stunk so bad that like the security guards oh knew God. someone was in the office. <laughs> so Vlad's like character <laughs> just always makes me laugh. So I'm really excited to read his book. I'm excited to read it just because it sounds so funny. It is. And I have the first one if you want to borrow that one. That one's about the baseball yes. player. Yes, please. Just because I love the idea of like these big, strong, quote unquote, alpha guys. I hate using that term, but whatever. Um, like having a book club that's to help them figure out their love life. Like, yes. And they're not reading like romance books like that, like you and I like normally read. No, they're reading like the ones that are like, your mom would like hide under the pillow and like like the like the like, like the super steamy like smutty romance novels. Yes, like the one that Rachel and Friends was reading and Joey <laughs> caught her reading it. Like it's like they're reading the those types of romance novels. That's what the, like aren't those, isn't that what it's called? The bodice rippers where they're like ripping off the Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yes. It's so oh my funny. God. It's so I, funny. I, okay, but you can't go wrong with some bodice rippers, okay? Like they're they're there for a reason. You know, I really think I read like one of them one time in like high school and I felt like I was doing something wrong. So I was like, I can't read this anymore. <laughs> My very first romance novel was um <laughs> And I still have, I have a copy of it. I'm pretty sure it's the original copy that I borrowed that my friend, my best friend 
borrowed from her older sister to give to me to read and we just never gave it back to her so it's my, it's been my copy for like since seventh grade okay that's so um so it's like yeah um and it's called the flame and the flower yep see that's some type of book that these these guys are reading i will never ever forget that book i was like like my face was like all red like tomato red at certain points and i'm just like what am i reading how could you let me read this don't take the book away i need to read more yes no i totally get that <laughs> but yeah i mean those are those are it's like a rite of passage you have to read those and that's all these boys read as they try to fix <laughs> their relationships and i just love it <laughs> i think i'm going to enjoy this series no i need to i need to have a, a book sale but I'm not gonna do it probably until we're out for the summer because it's yeah. just a lot. Like I have to go through so many, so many boxes. I don't have as many as you. I do have a bag ready to take to half price books though. I think I'm gonna do like let my let you have a peek and see if you want anything. Let my neighborhood book club and the neighborhood see if anybody wants anything. If not, and then whatever I have left, I'll take to half price. Okay. But I feel I'm like... taking a pick because there's some books I need to read. So I know this summer <laughs> I've got to borrow your Court of Roses or whatever it's called. The Court of Thorns book. and Roses. Yes. I have all of those actually in front of me right now. Like That's my goal this summer to read that. So kind of knock out some other books. Yeah. Plan the next season. Yeah, season four. Woo. Already. Already. But we got one more episode, so don't worry. Don't yes. fret. Yes. So many things. Don't fret. Well, I guess we'll let y'all go. Go get your own copy of Isn't It Romantic or rent it or borrow it or find Share your it with somebody. And yeah. There. I don't know. I don't, I'm not here to judge. I'm just, you know what? It's been, it's been so nice outside sporadically. Like find oh, one yes. of those really nice days and just go out to a park and chill and read a book. Yeah. And if relax. you have time, if you, if you have time, world, the make world's time. always crazy. Create the time, find the time, make the time, Borrow. take some you time. Yes. Do a face mask because Lord knows my skin is breaking out. So all I'm doing are face masks oh, like girl, two to three times a week. Stress, baby. Uh, all kinds of stress. It's all the things. For real. So do a face mask and read a book. Make a cup of coffee or tea, read a book, whatever. Just take five minutes for yourself every day. Everyone deserves a minimum of five minutes to themselves. Read a chapter. Yes, absolutely. A chapter a day. Yeah. Keeps the TBR pilot bay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've got to stop turning on the TV. It's not even like I'm watching it. It's just there for noise. I No, I do that too. I was cleaning earlier today. 
and I had stuff like just playing on the background but I had it up loud and my son comes out and he's just like hey are you watching stuff about paranormal you know sightings I'm like yeah he's like can you turn it down <laughs> like, it is broad daylight sir I do not need to turn it down that's funny how's your uh reading going this year it's not well. We will pick it up when I can take a week to myself and just chill. That would be really nice. If I could just like, you know what I really wish for? What? That the, the remote from Click. Not that I want to fast forward uh, anything. I just it. want to pause. Pause it. Have some to you time and then continue as before. Yeah. That's all I want. I just want to pause and play button. I don't want to fast forward to anything. I don't think I even really want to rewind on anything. Like, I just want to pause. Time turner. That's what we need. (laughs) Uh, That. Time turner or the click remote. That's all I need. Yep. All right, everybody. Have a great time reading. Enjoy. We'll see you in uh, Let us two know weeks. your thoughts. Yes, weeks. please. Let us know your thoughts on the Dead Romantics. Drop your comments down on the Instagram. And your and your Rex anytime. Yes, because we got season four coming up. So we need some recommendations. Yep. All right. Choo-choo-loo. See y'all later. Bye. Bye.